Hello and welcome to the One About Podcast, the show where we celebrate the creepy and macabre each week. This week we're kicking off our month of Halloween-themed shows with a stone-cold classic. This is the one about House on Haunted Hill. I'm your host, Dean. I also go by Endless Cole and places around the internet, and I am joined this week, as always, by the hilariously creepy Jordan and the too spoopy for comfort John. What's going on, guys? So, I uh... I kind of wanted to uh, applaud you on how good you are at doing that uh, beginning seg- announcing segment. I would oh, stutter and mess up so much of that if I tried to do that myself. <laughs> he's been yeah, he's been like, consistent for legit. For like he's now. like almost yeah. at the level of the guy from Movie Phone, the Movie Phone announcements. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just I just think Seinfeld whenever <laughs> yeah. heard Movie yeah, Phone. I, I honestly don't even know what you're talking about. I, I got so distracted by Movie Phone that I forgot. I didn't even like hear the rest of what you had to say. <laughs> Jesus. Cool. Let's go. Great. <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? This thing is gross. Sorry, What's I was up? reading the latest on Attack on Titan right now. Bro, are you drunk? What the f- I am not drunk. I just saw yeah. some sort of disgusting skeleton with slash hair and it's running around through a desolate wasteland and killing everything. Spoilers. I see. I see. So, what have you guys been up to this week? Chilling. Um, what video games have I been playing? Oh, uh, I've been playing Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, you actually bought it. That's. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I've been playing it for a num- number of hours. Um, it is a hard flight sim. Well, I can't even say that. It's not. It's not a hard flight sim because you're not dealing with fifty million in-flight programs and buttons, but the the um, controls for it are definitely more advanced than I'm used to. It is the most advanced flights in that I've played. Uh, however, once you get used to it and balancing the different um, balancing the levels of the shields versus your engines and your firepower or lasers, like once you start to get used to flipping that around and doing half turns and adjusting thrust and locking on and all the different components and sub um, sub weapons and enhancements that you can put on your craft and all the customization. It's a little overwhelming at first, but the, once you get your head around it, it's actually super awesome, super dope, and I have a lot of fun with it. As long as it's better than that uh, Wii U version of Star Fox, I think it's got to be pretty good. I think it's a little better than that maybe a you know little? if i had to stretch no it's a lot better right. of course <laughs> give it more credit than that like holy it's, shit no it it is awesome it's a lot of fun and it's definitely worth the the money 40 dollars is a perfect price point for it not a triple a title it doesn't have triple a content associated with it but if you wanted to have a really good romp a fun space shooter some awesome star wars content and actually some good characterization with a very short uh single player campaign then it's definitely worth it i think 40 is right on right on the nose for how much this game is worth so definitely recommend that and i've been playing a lot of among us because among us is a blast yes freaking blast what about you john um honestly uh work planning for this wedding and our honeymoon 
um, and trying to make sure my daughter doesn't do anything insane since she's getting into everything. You don't just like put her in a room full of light sockets with pennies and see what happens? Um, no, but she might have fun with that. Uh, she lit <laughs> like, dude, I, I literally stand over her and like, there's the fan where she can put her fingers through. And like, I literally stand there and smack her hand every time she touches it. Smack, smack, smack. <clears throat> Looks up at me and is reaching for it as she's crying. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. You got to learn dude, sometime. Kids don't care, man. <laughs> I've noticed. Can't relate. Oh. So I decided this week that, and I was talking to you about this, John, that I was going to try out uh, AMC Plus, mm-hmm. mostly because they bundle in Shudder with it. And for those of you who don't know, Shudder is like this horror movie TV show, like horror media centric streaming service. And, you know, it's. Halloween month, why not uh, give that a shot, right? Like, I love horror. Let's uh, see what it's all about. Spoilers, it's not really worth it, at least to me, but there's some great stuff on AMC and on Shudder. And I um, I started watching this documentary, which I really wish I had the title ready to go for. It's called 78 over 52, um, which sounds like a Kingdom Hearts title when I say it out loud. (laughs) 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 But it's about the shower scene from Psycho. Only that one scene. It's an hour and a half documentary about one scene. Wow. I mean, from the original Psycho, that one scene was like traumatic back then. And got the film, I believe, banned in a lot of places, right? Um, there, I mean, there's so many things about that movie that are just incredible. Um, and were totally groundbreaking for the time. But to hear, because they get like all kinds of people in on this movie. Like you hear from Guillermo del Toro, Eli Roth, um, Elijah Wood for some reason, Danny Elfman. <laughs> And, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, because, like, you can't have a documentary about Psycho without bringing Jamie Lee Curtis in at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree with that statement, 100%. I mean, why do you say it like that? Just saying. Jamie Lee Curtis is horror royalty. Anything horror-related, she must be involved. Point blank. Full stop. Yeah, but you understand why she was included. Like, it's not because she's a horror icon. No, there's no other reason. She's a horror icon. That's it. <laughs> so, Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of Janet Lee, who was the star of that first part in the shower scene. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I reject your reality. It's and so my, my own. own. Holds no bearing or sway. Anyway, God, I hate <laughs> you so much. Oh my God. But yeah, like it, it's that that documentary actually like opened up my eyes to how crazy that shot actually is. Like the whole shot is like 
I don't know, two minutes, maybe two minutes long. Um, but the intricacy that goes into that, making that shot and making it what it is and how iconic it is, is insane. And they also talk about how insane um, Alfred Hitchcock was as a human being. So oh, that's, that's always awesome. <laughs> really <amusing. laughs> Dude, it, it's funny because like they this is back in. Um, um, oh, shit. When was when did Psycho come out? I want to say it was. I should probably guess before I just look it up, right? I want to say it. it was 1958. Let's see. Psycho. 1960. Shit. But <laughs> it's close. Um, but like back then it was weird to do things like show a toilet on film. What? Which which is yeah, I know. Like you, you wouldn't really think about that nowadays, right? Like it's a non-issue, but back then it wasn't like a normal thing. Um it also wasn't normal for people to like walk into a movie at the movie theater on time and stay there the whole time. They would just like come and go whenever they felt like it, who gave a shit. Uh, what? Uh, what? Yeah, cuz like Movies back then were just throwaway entertainment. Nobody gave a shit about movies. They weren't making, like, I mean, they did make Stone Cold classics, but, like, they just weren't treated the same. So people would come to a movie in the middle of the fucking movie, then, like, ah, I'm going to get, like, 20 minutes out of this movie. And <laughs> Who cares? It's, it's two cents to watch a movie. Nobody cares. Can't that's, that's such a weird I concept. Yeah. I know. So when this movie came out, um, Janet Lee was like a, a a big actress at the time. So the fact that she dies like not even a third of the way into this movie and the entire intro is all about this character that you get like emotionally invested in. He didn't want anybody to just like spoil that a la um, Empire Strikes Back. So he would he put up signs. He instructed all the theaters. And he even came over like the loudspeakers in the theater saying, like, once you go in, um, if you leave, you cannot come back. Nobody else is coming in once the movie starts. Like, that's it. And wow. people were like taken aback by that. They're like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, you're trapped how... in here. Yeah. I was like, how am I supposed <laughs> to go to the bathroom, jerk off for five minutes and then come back to the movie? I can't do that anymore. What are you <laughs> wow. Um so many other ways you could have done that, but oh, go on. The culture, the culture was really different back then. Wow, <laughs> was it <laughs> creepy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like that's so. Alfred Hitchcock is, you know, infamous for those kinds of things. He changed how we consider film, much less um, horror films and things like that. Like famously. Mm. Um, in his movie, The Birds, they never explain why the birds just start attacking people. And his theory on that was always like, that's life, dude. Like, sometimes shit happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, like, frustrating as a moviegoer, but also it's genius, right? <laughs> like, because you're. He's right. Like sometimes shit just happens, and we have no explanation for why it happens. It's just how it goes. 
Yeah, there are some things that we have yet to explain, even with the vast knowledge that we've come to get this far, and the technological advances advances to actually study things that we never thought we were able to. Yep. Hmm. Um. So anyway, I highly recommend it. Uh, Seventy-eight over fifty-two, which apparently is called that because that one scene was composed of seventy-eight setups and fifty-two cuts. Jesus. which is also insane. Yeah. They were they're saying at one point during the documentary that he was cutting to a different scene like ever well not a different scene but like he had a cut every like half a second. And Jeez. Yeah, it, it was intense, but like that that documentary is really cool. If you if you have any interest in filmmaking or horror or just psycho, like that documentary is top tier. But that sounds amazing. Like I'm telling just you, just paying homage, just paying homage to Hitchcock and his dedication to the craft. Dude, there was nobody more dedicated to the craft than Hitchcock. Like he was the Tarantino of his age, except you know, better and more iconic. But um, <laughs> I, I and, watched, and that's no um, knock to Tarantino. He is my favorite current filmmaker. But I mean, like, I get it. I Hitchcock. get it. It's Hitchcock. You can't. You can't. You just can't. Yeah. What were you saying, Jordan? Uh, growing up and also recently, too, because now it's on on Hulu. Um, I used to watch uh, Alfred Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yes, it's kind of like uh, I mean, of course, it's it's closely related to Twilight Zone. It's the same thing as Twilight Zone. It's just uh, uh, the stories seem to be a little more grounded, right? Twilight Mm -hmm. Zone kind of did whatever, but a lot of these are just uh, around a a lot of Hitchcock stories were human error or more like like around murder or things like that. And he's such a wacky and like in that show, he's such a wacky and memorable host of that show just he's so witty he's got so much character to him for doing so little he's just such an icon and i have very fond memories watching alfred hitchcock presents um as a child and now rewatching it too whenever i uh, see my mother uh watching it on hulu It's it's a lot of fun i would definitely recommend seeing that speaking of how quirky he is at one point in the documentary they're talking about how like um Janet Lee was like naked in the shower, obviously. Um, except that she had this like, um, I forget what she called it, but it was a covering for her crotch, right? Uh-huh. Um, but because she's getting pounded by water because she's in a real shower, um, it kept like peeling off and falling off. And at one point, she was just like, fuck it, Alfred, can I just like take it off, man? Like, forget it. Like, I'll just go naked. He's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) She's like, okay. Keep it on. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he's just like a weird guy. But you can't uh, question his dedication to the craft, for sure. Gotta love us, Hitchcock. Dude, Hitchcock is a film lover's director, man. Mm-hmm. He's the definition of an auteur. Yeah. 
But, oh, gentlemen, we, <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, we we watched a totally different film this week, released on February seventeenth, nineteen fifty nine, about a year and a half before Psycho. House on Haunted Hill is a spoof of the haunted house genre. And I got to ask, man. So for you listeners out there, what we decided to do this month is we're each going to take a week and choose a horror movie wrapped around classics, modern horror, something to be disclosed for our third episode. (laughs) And Jordan, you took classic films for the first week. I got to ask, man, why House on Haunted Hill? So I was first introduced to this in high school. I had a lot of theater and drama friends. And when you're a teenager getting when you're a teenager and you're into theater and drama, you're bound to know somebody that's like, oh, modern films are trash, dude. The old horror is the only way to go. It has that kind of mantra about them. And one person that I knew that was like that through bitch and Halloween parties, awesome Halloween parties. And this movie was actually on during a Halloween party. Mm. So we just watched it. And I remember, I remember it just sticking out to me. Like I, I, I just always known about this movie. I, I loved it when I watched it back when I was in, in high school and it's not the best horror movie of its, of its generation by far, of course, 19, 19- 59 is coming right up to to psycho psycho is a far superior movie but uh, i think vincent price brings a lot of charm i love the casting it's a it's almost a spoof kind of of the dark house kind of um, genre right supposed to be it it, it really yeah but it's just such a, a such a great movie and I just wanted to watch it again. I wanted an excuse to watch it again, really. So that's why I picked it. Much respect. John, have you ever seen this movie before we watched this this week? No, I have never seen this movie before. Um, I remember excerpts and bits and pieces of the dialogue of the movie, but I've never actually sat down and watched this movie. I kind of suspected that. And before you gave that explanation, Jordan, I would have bet up and down that you just pulled this movie out of your ass because like (laughs) I bet you like if you went to a thousand people and asked them to pick a classic horror movie, they would have never picked that. Like none of them would have picked this movie. Oh, there's, there's 30 other ones that I would have picked, you know, like any Dracula movie or any Wolfman Frankenstein and like, like any of the, uh, like the universal pictures, like golden age of horror. Right, those were all good choices, but I wanted something a little bit different. So, and and like I said, I haven't seen this in a long time. I wanted to rewatch it, so I leveraged this opportunity. I respect that, John. I gotta ask, man. First of all, did you know that this movie was supposed to be kind of a spoof on this genre of film? And if you did or didn't, what did you think? Um. I did not going into it. I was expecting like some sort of phantasms or ghouls or some sort of 
devil-like machinations going on, and none of that happened, so it totally caught me off guard. I I enjoyed it. Because after, yeah. I think it was like a third of the way in, I realized that this is more of a whodunit slash mm-hmm. murder mystery. And I was like, okay, so what's the grand scheme here? How is this going to play out? Like, who's going to come out on top? And it was it was a pretty enjoyable ride. I liked it. I got to say, at one point I wrote down, because I, I forgot kind of how this movie plays out. I remember, like, the broad strokes of it, but I wrote down at one point, like, look, man, are there ghosts in this movie or not? Yeah. like, even at the very end, like, it's not super clear. Like, they make it seem clear, but also there are things that, like, just don't add up, even with their explanation. Like, yeah, how she's up. Uh, floating outside of the window like that doesn't make any sense how does she do the thing with the rope around her leg that doesn't make any sense so i'm I'm sitting there like are there ghosts in this house <laughs> but i mean it, but i think that if ambiguity, you listen to watson i think that ambig yeah and then you have that guy who especially at the, the end, whole yeah. movie is like telling you how there's ghosts everywhere. There's the blood that comes out of that dry spot on the ceiling. Twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> I love like follows. Dude, I love how the first time it happens, she just kind of looks at it and I'm like, you're not phased by this at all. Yeah, <laughs> like... she just like just nonchalant. <laughs> like, oh, that's blood. Should I wipe it off? No, I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, that's fine. Hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. We we didn't really have blood concern again? for STDs or anything, so it'll be fine. Yeah, it wasn't her first haunted house. <laughs> it wouldn't be her last. <laughs> I've been around a rodeo or two. Um, <laughs> but I think the ambiguousness of whether or not the house is actually haunted works to this movie's benefit quite a mm-hmm. bit. Because the whole movie, yeah. you're sitting there like, oh, there's there's some spooky shit going on. Maybe there's not some spooky actually- shit going on. <laughs> Actually, they explained everything, but did they explain the blood? No. Yeah, they they, they explained where the they... blood is coming from. Oh, you're talking about... No, they did not. Like, no. I don't think they explained they did the not blood, did they? I don't think they ad- adequately explain the um, floating outside the window and the rope thing either. Like See, they, they, no, they, they do, but like oh, it's well, not okay. an adequate. Yeah, you're like, right. You're their right. explanation doesn't make you're any right. fucking sense. Exactly. Like for everything that happens, like maybe her floating outside, but not like the strobe lighty effects, like well, that kind of thing. She had the harness. Yeah. I think that was just supposed to be like her going insane because at that point she was so shocked. And no, I mean, her lungs must have hurt. No, it's not because be- when, um, well, like the rope is going around her legs slowly no, I, and all that stuff. I know, but is when what... he goes and wakes her up from her not dead resting place on the bed, they talk about how she was outside the window. So like yeah. they did that too. They just don't explain how they did it. Cause they No, that part specifically, but I'm like I'm talking about the the rope and the lights and, and everything. Like I don't know. Like I feel like it was of course it's embellished, right? Yeah. 
but it's also it's also trying to emphasize the fact that she's hysterical going manic yeah and won't stop screaming oh my god the entire movie and like i love the fact like (laughs) so much you get taken back to those that time in that era of like blatant misogyny like it's like yeah we're in a haunted house and this guy's giving us guns and like this place is creepy but she's hysterical (laughs) she's mass hysteria guns guns in the coffin for everybody hysteria i was like okay that's the only excuse this doctor knows i feel like her casting call was okay uh and go ahead and scream for me perfect you're hired (laughs) like that was pretty much all that they needed uh needed to hire her question did you guys watch the original black and white or the colorized version? Colorized version. Yeah, I watched the one on Amazon. I didn't watch the black and white one. Okay. Yeah, I watched the colorized version. Did you too. find? Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I, I found it, but I've, I've seen the black and white one before, so I wanted to watch the colorized version. That's that's where I watched it originally, too, was the black and yeah, white. Does, I, it, it was, does it affect I, the viewing experience at all? or? Uh, I would say I'm yes. sure there's an, just, um yeah there's probably an argument to be made that its intention was supposed to be black and white yeah I mean like for I me it's it was... like can you imagine if you watched Psycho colorized and like when the blood is draining down the sink or the the bathtub in the shower scene it's brown because it's actually Hershey's chocolate syrup like it's just kind of ruins the effect you know what i mean yeah yeah i was actually (laughs) thinking about that when the blood dropped on her hand i was like that's a little blackish to be blood i don't yeah i don't i don't know how they did the effects in this movie but that's a classic hollywood how do they do the special effect with psycho um no i mean like i don't think that to, to more directly answer your question i don't think that watching this movie colorized has a significant change on the film itself. I just think that for me personally, there's something to be said about watching a movie that was shot in black and white in black and white versus <sighs> colorization doesn't work for me. That That's no, what I'm really getting at because right. like skin tones and things, they're not natural when you watch something that's colorized. And for me, it takes me out of it. I would rather just watch it black and white. Okay. I think I, if I could have found it in black and white now, given I didn't really look that hard, um, I, I would have definitely chose black and white over color. Mm. I don't know if Amazon had an option. I don't remember there being one. I think it was just in color was the prime one. And I wasn't going to pay for mm. this. I wanted to I wanted to stream it. I don't like this movie. I got very lucky. Much. Yeah, I got I can't I, I mean, I can't tell you how lucky I got thinking of this movie and then finding it on prime. Mm. Like, that's rare. Mm. Yeah. So I mean. I got very Prime lucky. Prime video's pretty good these days, man. It is. And then they have options to rent, you know, things that you want to watch anyway, yep. right? So, and usually their prices to rent aren't really that bad. So, you hear that, Twitch? <laughs> Pay us. <laughs> Jesus. Pandering oh to the to the stream terrible. gods. Absolutely terrible, dude. <laughs> Schindler's List wasn't color. Um, Fuck that person. So I did send it to you guys when I started watching this movie because I I forgot so much of this movie. Like I only remember the broad strokes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first started watching the movie and they had the floating heads doing the exposition, I was like, 
oh yeah, now I remember this movie. Yeah. I'm all in. I am all in on that. And like in the first like 15 seconds, it's just a black screen with with a woman screaming yeah, and screaming, different sound effects and ghost stuff. Ghost and ghoul moaning noises, chains on the ground, Love it. like it, chains rattling. Get, get you right, yeah. They get you right in that spooky mood. It's so campy. I love it. I love it. Super mm-hmm. good. And um, for the record, they definitely have the black and white version on Prime. They do. He just said you <laughs> suck, Jordan. <sighs> you suck. Uh, All right. Well, I, I, I experienced it in a new way and I will go back and watch the black and white if I ever do. And <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that. You know, like there's some movies I'm trying to think, but like I own one movie. And, oh, you know what it is? Um, it's a movie that I watch every single year for Christmas. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. And yeah. I the mm-hmm. Blu-ray copy that I bought came with a colorized version. So sometimes like after four or five years. Um, I'll be like, you know what? Let's just watch the colorized version. Fuck it. And I always regret it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you still, I do, still it. do it. You know, like, it's just a different way to experience a movie that I've seen 300,000 times. Something that I think would have worked better if this, if, if it was just black and white and not colorized was the acid. Oh. Because the acid was clearly just water that was. Like the color was just changed in post to look a little bluish green, mm. but of course in black and white they wouldn't have to worry about any of that. They just need bubbles to come up and a fake rat skeleton to be there, right? <laughs> so they had to work a lot harder to colorize that specific part. And maybe the blood too, depending on what if they had used like Hershey's or something like that. that. That's one thing that I would say does typically for me work better in black and white films is like when you have something that's clearly fake like the rat skeleton it's harder to tell when it's in black and white <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just yeah. i was just blown away like when he was explaining to the guests like everybody that lived there prior and how they died and just like oh yeah he was really into wine his wife didn't like him so he has a cellar with a vat of acid like bro, what just bro i love just that chill so in there. much dude. he's like <laughs> What did you say about my wine? Get in the acid bath. And I'm just like, who does it's that? Like, okay, wait. I'm like, I'm literally thinking. I was like, does acid have anything to do with the wine making process? Is there a reason why he would have this vat of acid? Just <laughs> no. Just no. He really hated his wife and thought of the most horrible way that he could kill her. That was it. He was so specific too. Like there were, I think, I think he said there were seven ghosts. Mm-hmm. Now they're nine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. Men exactly. And three like, women. N- Yes, yeah, and then the party that was invited was, of course, four men, three women. They, they mentioned that specifically. Oh, but it's the wife's party. Don't don't forget. Oh my god, he, I, it's the wife's I party. Sure also, love everybody knows it's the wife's party. Uh, it's my damn times. wife's party. I also love how he's like, I I invited everyone from a psychologist to a typist, a drunk to a jet pilot. And I was like, wait, what? A drunk? Is that an occupation now? In yeah. 1959, you could just be a professional drunk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. But uh, one thing I thought that made this movie shine is the fact that it was submersive of like what we were expecting. Like, I don't know if it was due to like the times that we grew up and the movies that we grew up in this genre, um, to where it was just like, oh shit. Like, even if you knew um, from the onset that it was murder mystery, who done it? 
at the end of the day, it's just like, wait, all of these don't have a connection. Like all of these don't have a meaning, but we were expecting them to. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, kind of like what I what I mentioned with the Hitchcock thing. Like, not everything needs to be explained. You know, exactly. Hmm. Um. One thing I do want to mention, though, <laughs> like it was the first thing when I was watching the movie, and I was like wait what (laughs) when they were in the basement and they go to the acid bath or whatever and they're like is that real acid down there he just turns around like oh well let me just pull out this rat carcass that happens to be right he just just finds it under a chair (laughs) i was like you have serious rat problems if you could just turn around three seconds and find a gigantic dead rat you're always confident that they're that you're within ten feet of a dead rat, <laughs> yep. right? There's just, there's just always that knowledge. Oh, oh my god! Oh, um, so I gotta ask, gentlemen, if you were given ten thousand dollars to stay in a haunted house, would you do it? Without question. So. Without so, question, I didn't even have to question. bring in inflation for you. Nope. I, I think, and Dean, correct me if you already have the number. I think the inflation's around eighty thousand now. About ninety. Ten. Okay, there we go. So, would I stay in a haunted house for ninety thousand dollars? But if it was someone that I didn't know, these people got a phone call, a yeah. letter in the mail. Yeah random just like just oh hey this some person just sent me a letter that wants me to go here and it'll give me money to stay in this house absolutely why haven't i thought of this earlier no if it was someone i had no idea who it was we're so conditioned to deal with like uh with uh, scams and people trying to take advantage of every every lapse in judgment that you have right i get so many spam calls on my freaking phone and my work phone constantly all day spam emails you know pills that'll make everything on my body larger constantly <laughs> i i yeah I am, we don't know I'm, what that means i am constantly inundated with this kind of stuff so if it was from a random person fuck no absolutely not hardcore no if it was from someone that i knew so if Dean, if you were a rich philanthropist and I still had good relations with you and you were like, hey, there's this haunted house uh, and there's this haunted house that had seven dead people in it. It's super haunted. I'll give you 10 grand if you stay in this house. I'd be like, hell yeah. Throw me in that house. <laughs> Even if I was like, I cannot guarantee you're going to survive until the, tomorrow. Uh, that, that's why I bring up the good relations. Like. Can I trust that you're not going to try to murder me? You know, (laughs) he Mm -hmm. makes a hard point of that all movie long. (laughs) Like we may not make it through this, man. Well, he had all going to die. He had all this, this shit planned out. You know, he had everything planned out. He knew what, like he was, you know, he he was three levels ahead of everybody else. They were all just actors, you know, he, like they were, they were actors. His wife was playing checkers. This dude is playing three D chess. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, he was two steps ahead of everyone. So for him, the people that needed to die were the exact people he needed to die, right? Because I think it's a really low body count in this movie. I think two people die, or my only two. Uh, yeah, nope. I think the the wife and the lover are the only yeah. two people to die. Right. This was the most yeah. surgical 
execution possible. Like he Palpatine level. Yeah, he's he's straight up Palpatine without the good luck. With the, <laughs> hey, a little, it's a little bit of good luck involved in this too. He takes some calculated little risks. Bit? You know, um, the, the I don't biggest know that he does, hey, man. The, the he really biggest, doesn't like the biggest calculated risk is his whole plan is contingent on this random receptionist girl that he works with going insane. If she had a little more mental fortitude and could deal with this stuff without going manic, then all this shit's done. It's all thrown out the window. So, but that was their plan. That wasn't his. No, no, plan. he knew their yeah. plan though. Like he was on top of yeah, that but- too. Yeah, but if their plan doesn't work, then it's irrelevant. Like, his plan doesn't fall apart, because his plan wasn't necessarily to murder them in the first place. He killed them in self-defense. Technically, yeah. Like, at least at least the lover he killed in self-defense. But... I wish we would have seen that, too. Yeah, <laughs> like... I mean, that would have been so much better. I mean, we saw old girl, like, she. Uh, did you see the cut? Where like it, where the skeletons come closer to her, and like it cuts to her behind her foot, and she almost slips in. Then it cuts to the skeleton, yeah. and then she's like firmly standing there, and then it pushes the her. The most in. unconvincing yeah. fall into Bro. a bat of acid I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. Dude, I was watching that scene. I was like, "Hold on, you got to the edge of this acid, managed to not fall in, but you're just gonna stand there and scream while it comes closer to shove you in, like the just move out of the way, skeleton." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was like that scene from Austin Powers. He's just, move, oh, yeah. move. <laughs> <laughs> when you're hysterical, suffering from hysteria, you can't move. You just got to stand there and take it. Except that she was moving the whole time. She, she, was, she was shuffling around this puppeted. How would she not know it was puppeted? But. like, Dude, I knew it was puppeted. Like when he comes out with a contraption, I was like, you know what? conceptually i i could see that working but how like no one could see that that was puppeteered at that time that's a different story like, yeah especially like, like it was dude, in I take acid it, before dude i take it back he wasn't playing 3d chess he's playing like 12 <laughs> yeah. like to have, to have a marionette skeleton that she can't even tell is on strings this man is like showing industrial light and magic how it's done before these motherfuckers this guy was even on existed. top of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. My favorite part of the movie actually was the banter between his wife and him. Like with the oh waspy comments, so good. Oh my you're, god. You're my favorite dude. of all my wives. <laughs> all oh the other ones are dead. God. And it's like, remember <laughs> that last time you just poisoned conversation. me? Like, oh my god, they're just joking about the last time she poisoned me arsenic on the rocks god <laughs> you'd do it again yeah. if you had the chance too wouldn't you yeah he's like, would you go away for a million dollars yeah i love that part and she was just like nah son like, yeah you want it all don't you i deserve it all yep straight up listing his bad habits and tendencies uh it was really good like if nothing else that would have probably made the best like they could have spun that seen off into so many different genres they could have spun that shit off into a romantic comedy like that would have been great <laughs> i'll tell you I'd what watch that right any movie with vincent price any monologue he's ever done is so compelling like that whole room monologue even though he was dialoguing with his wife like just all of it he's so captivating every every damn scene he's in vincent price is a horror icon for a good damn reason that's yeah, yeah. 
I'll say. He is just a lot of gravitas in his acting and all the roles that he takes in. Like, so good. Oh, when he, <laughs> the dialogue, she's so amusing. Yeah. Right? When, <laughs> when he was talking about, you know, he, he wanted all these people to come. It was her party. Haunt, have a haunted house party. She's so amusing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry using that on my wife. Right? Here, here's your gun. I don't need one. Oh, it man, was your said, idea, dear. She it was your, that yeah. all the time. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. So good. Which, you know, like, in retrospect, watching this movie, you should have been like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like, you don't need one? But again, he suspicious was playing, as hell. He was playing 12D test, remember? Like, no, he, I mean, I mean, as a viewer, like, it's yeah, obvious why viewer, he didn't consider, he didn't yeah. like, second guess it, because he knows. But as a viewer, you that's the kind of scene where you don't immediately think about it, but when you think about it in retrospect, you're like, wait, what do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that had me cracking up in the beginning is the uh, old the lady kid. on the, like the rolling cart, the, Oh my God, I love her. I loved her. <laughs> they only showed like time. twice and then they were gone. The rest of the I movie. Know, I know, dude. Every time she just shows up, I was dying, dude. Bro, that jump scare in the cellar. Oh my <laughs> God. It was so great. I love that. So it's just, just I, on her freaking Segway or whatever. <laughs> dude, was I was so cracking awesome. up when, when she just like pops up like that. She scared my wife so bad. <laughs> it was great. Oh my god. That was hysterical. Oh my god. Like after the first one, I was laughing about it. When she came back, I was like, oh no, not the old oh woman on the trolley. God. What are you gonna do? She's a coming. I love how they just casually explain away, like, oh, yeah, that's just the housekeepers. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? That's yeah, a- <laughs> she's a housekeeper. And she's blind and deaf or something? She's like blind that? and deaf, yeah. So she didn't hear you scream. She was just running around, like, that's just you- how she looks all the time. <laughs> yeah, she had strolling. no idea she was there. <laughs> oh, man. That was too good. That how was is she taking care good. of the house? Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, dude. So amazing, dude! I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most horrifying housekeeper ever. I was like, no, you need to fire her immediately. Especially if she's gonna be running around the house and not recognize when someone's next to her. No, hell no. In the in pitch black. No. I also love how like after they casually explain like, oh yeah, those are just the housekeepers. Uh, at midnight, they're going to leave. Cut off the the power cut the the phone lines and lock us all in so there's no escape wait where'd they go (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i guess uh that decision just got made for you guys nobody's leaving and they had the most reasonable plan out of most horror movies right it was okay well people are you know I think at that point the wife had already died and they're like, okay, people are dying. The safest thing for all of us to do is go into our rooms, lock the doors, and then we'll come out in the morning. And that is the most reasonable fucking thing ever. And then then they all just start leaving the rooms. They immediately start leaving the rooms immediately. They can't freaking (laughs) help themselves. (laughs) And I mean, in in fairness, in fairness, the, um, Oh, God. I'm just going to call her the Banshee Lady. Yeah. 
she leaves because she finds the severed head in her room, right? Yes. That or was is that no, before. That's before. Yeah, that was that's before. She, she finds Actually, it before. Since I brought that up, dude, she gets over that severed head so fast. Real she, quick. <laughs> dude, she's like got the worst case of like ADD I've ever seen. Well, she she's sees like, oh the, my god. Hey, look, there's a secret tunnel over here. Let's she check sees this out. the she sees the severed head, runs down, you know, screams, runs downstairs, tells everyone, they go back up, open the suitcase, and the suitcase is empty. Or well, like hold the on, head's gone. Hold on. So like they're she, trying to make her seem like she's crazy. Yes, that's true. But what actually you missed the most important part, because she screams, runs out of the room, then finds a secret passageway, gets distracted by that, goes downstairs. And doesn't say anything for like 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden it's like, you guys want to see something? Follow yeah. me. I'll She's, show you something. She spirals <laughs> back to it after he like basically like, here's all your guns. They're yeah. real. Don't worry about it. And then after that, she spirals back to it. I was like, I got a gun. Everybody's got a gun. Show you why they're important to use now. <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't have a gun. And the and the twelve D chess move putting blanks in her gun. Well, I mean, we don't know that everyone wasn't blanks, do we? He, yeah, he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He only mentions hers. One bullet. Yeah, he only mentions hers. He does. I kind of assumed that they were all blanks except that one that he fired. But uh, yeah, I guess he might just be that good. Because like, what if they? Because he opens up all the little. <laughs> First of all, I love that he's got tiny coffins for the guns. They're all so tiny. <laughs> Great laid touch. Out. Just lay, and no one talks about them until he brings them up. If I walked into a room where there were like seven yeah. tiny little coffins Look neatly displayed, buses. like it's the first thing I would go to and go, "Hey, uh, what's up with this? You got a rat problem I mean, going on?" When like, you get invited to, they do have a rat problem. They get invited to a haunted mansion by an. <laughs> eccentric millionaire with the promise of money you let a couple of things slide you don't ask too many questions oh you know i just noticed the picture um that's going to be used for your thumbnail like the the uh, title art that is not the house that they were in Uh, the house they were in was ugly as hell like i i remember thinking about that well, like I remember thinking about the scenes that were briefly showing the house. The house is like it, it looks super modern. It's blocky. Yeah, here I'll send you a screenshot. It's a hideous looking house. It's a freaking ugly house, and it does not look anything like the oh, yeah, that's the it. title. Yeah, it looks like some uh, Egyptian architecture. Bro, it looks like, like a Zelda temple. Like that's my third. <laughs> yeah. That's my third dungeon right there, right? Damn it. Now I got to go into the water temple. Yeah, that's the water temple. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really what's, what's wrong with this movie. It's been made in the water <laughs> it temple. It takes place in the water oh, temple. Oh, yeah. my God. That's still like at the top of everyone's list of the worst game dungeon ever. It's just a meme to to, to trounce on it now. No, yeah, I mean, I at care. this point in time, but like I, I've been through it, so I understand I mean, it's not a good Why dungeon. Hates I won't it. say it's, it's not. The design was poor, and like yeah. the way they fixed it on the DS, I guess was cool. It's like was good. Like they colored it, and like there was little plaques next to it, like showing you the water level that it would be at. Yeah. Um, 
But my whole thing is like, you did that for a port to DS, but you didn't do anything else for like Nintendo 64, GameCube. None, none of that. None of that. Okay, fine. Fuck you too. I think people just don't like water mechanics. Like, like, well, hold on. They like water mechanics, but like swimming constantly as a mechanic to get to where you need to go. I think that just initially rubs people the wrong way. So like oh. that doesn't that doesn't help the impression. But total huge segue from what we were talking about. Wow. Um, <laughs> like, totally got distracted talking about water temples and Zelda. Speaking of things that were totally distracting, though, was anybody else like, the fuck did she change clothes before getting hung? Oh, no, yeah. I didn't even think about that, actually. Like, yeah, dude, she's, a... she's in one outfit, then comes out in this super elaborate, totally different outfit. And then they find her hanging in a third outfit. I mean, you gotta look nice when you're gonna commit suicide. I think the I think the explanation was that the, she had the, the the hanging harness on, right? So, first of all, how they didn't find the harness or know that she wasn't hanging by her neck when they pulled her down is another story. Well, but it was the only the doctor touched her. That was that was actually touched upon. Was he the one quickly. that brought her down? Or yes. was it not her husband, Frederick? No, nope, nope. It was the guy. Um, I forgot what he's. He's like the jet pilot. He's he just untied it where it was tied from where she was hung. The doctor was the one that had her body, moved her to the bed, and was the only one that touched her. That's why. Oh, okay. Those nice little touches. Mm. Yeah, explain. It explains like why no one else was like, oh, this doesn't seem right. Like, oh, he's a doctor. He's in the medical field. Like. He should know if she's dead or not. We should believe his word. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, and also to that fact, I uh, I thought the doctor was in on it with uh, Vincent Price's character from oh. the get go. Yeah. Oh. And a, a little bit more subversion. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? This movie He's is the just with... full of what? shock, murder, intrigue. Mm-hmm. Basically. And I, no thought I, I thought it was going to be those damn caretakers. But if it wasn't for these damn kids, that would have been some shit dog. If the murderer, like if this movie ended up having a high body count and at, at the end of the day, it was the deaf and blind woman. That was the freaking <laughs> caretaker of the house. She's not even trying to kill anybody. She just keeps it's just taking them out accident. on her trolley. Yep. She's, yeah, she's like, I've learned to use echolocation. <laughs> Here, I'll show you the way back. Take my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Dude, that would be... That's a 10 out of 10 movie idea. Like she, <laughs> She's just rolling around on her stupid trolley. And keeps killing people on accident while she's whiz- <laughs> whizzing down the hallway. I mean, uh, isn't that um, what is that? Uh, it's that one movie, something something against evil. I don't know. Uh, it sounds more like re- a scary movie like plot, right? No, he that's what it actually no like. no. It's a legit movie that's actually really good. It's uh, basically two country bumpkins. And these teenagers run into them, and they mistake them for like, uh, hill like house on the haunted hill. Um, the hills have eyes like murderers. Yeah, but like it's all misunderstanding, and like they basically accidentally keep killing themselves. Damn, what's the name of the movie? Think, John. Think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, 
Damn. Let me see. Let me see. Faster, John. We only have all night. Shut your. Just. Uh. And and Dale. Ah, here it is. Tucker and oh. Dale versus Evil. Uh, no idea what that is. So one here. out of ten title is what that is. But it's actually been like heralded and loved by critics and people who watch the movie. Like ratings are pretty good. Here, I'll show you the trailer. Here you go. Boop. Boop, boop. There I'll check you that go. Out later. But yeah, like it, that's basically what you just described. You know what kills me about this movie, though, when um they think Mrs. Lauren is dead, and they're like all in the I don't know living room area. I don't I don't know what we're gonna call that room, but they're all just hanging out there, and they're like, "Well, Mr. Lauren obviously killed her." Oh no, man! Could have been somebody else in here. You know, it could have been somebody else. What the fuck do you mean it could have been somebody else in here? <laughs> Who other than Mr. Lauren would have any motivation to kill his wife in any way? They make a point in saying that these are total strangers. They don't know who she is. Why would they randomly hang his wife? It's they a stand to gain absolutely nothing. Look, you know, in times of spook. It's hard. To Times of spook. On. What does that even? <laughs> you know? No, I'm just gonna leave it alone. You know, when you when you're when you, when you deal with uh, some 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 high spook levels, it's hard to think straight. I think <laughs> the spook in here is getting out of control. Spook. You could cut the spook with a knife. It's so thick please in stop. here. <laughs> please stop. Stop overusing it, please. Oh, oh my god. This is the only month I can use this word. So I'm gonna. Times of spook. It. It's the only month you can use it. This is the month of spook. This is the month of spook. This is a spooky month. Go on Reddit. You'll see what I'm talking about. There's literally subreddits dedicated to spooky boys. Spooky boy month? No, drop the Y. Just spook. Just spook. Extra spook this month. Extra spook. spook. (laughs) Oh my god. Ah, that's right. The sitting room. It's called the sitting room. Dean, that's where they Ah. all were. Back in the, you know. Back in uh, the fancy days, rich people have the olden rooms. times. Yeah. Nowadays, we just have living rooms, which we do everything in. But they had special rooms for sitting. They had, they had tea rooms. They had family rooms, entertainment rooms, rooms for everything, including spooks. There were spook rooms. <laughs> it was very popular in the 50s. They had. Please stop. Don't go in there. That's my spook room. That's my spook, That's my spook room. We only open it on October 31st. We all don't go in there. <laughs> don't go spoopy. in the spook room. <laughs> There's a sign on the door like, do not open until October 31st. <laughs> why Why can't I open this? That's spook room. No, don't open it. Don't... You'll, let, you'll let the spooks out. you let the spooks out, boy. You guys keep adding endings to this word. It's just spook. You'll let the spook out. Okay, you'll let the spook out. Fine. Extra spook. There's no plural. Spook in itself is plural. <laughs> it is singular and plural at yes. the same time. God, he's making the rules for it. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Call Webster. Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Webster, uh, I need you to remove the S and the Y from all forms of spook. 
Yes, oh, yes, I've decided that spook is in itself a plural. Spook you is know, the only I way. Mean, English is a living language, my friends. We could make this a thing. Oh, hey. shit. Nope. I'm not joining that. It'd be like that, though. I'm not you joining You don't want to double down on the spook? Fucking shit, no. Bro. <laughs> but this movie is full of spook, man. Uh, please stop. Speaking of spook, dude, I got... <laughs> fucking hate you. Dude, they man... <laughs> They manhandled got, that head in the closet. Just random thought. I was just thinking it. Like yeah. he saw that head in the closet. Like he. Was that's so, what I was gonna bring up. Like really, he just <laughs> he sees the head and he just goes, "You know what? I'm taking this." God what? Shit, damn head! He, he, just, like, he just rips it off. He's so around. mad. Which I mean, in fairness, when you know that he's in on the whole thing, makes sense. But when you're watching it, you're like, "Wait!" He just no that casually reaches in there and grabs this spook. That wasn't Frederick that did that. That was uh, that was Lance. Jet pilot. Yeah, Lance. Yeah. That's such that, a manly name. Lance. What, wasn't Lance. that? I thought that was Mr. Lauren. No. He did hold that. the head afterwards, but who brought it from the upstairs room down? It was it was Lance. He saw oh, it in the closet. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I mean, he saw it in the closet and he's like, "Oh, there's a spook head." And he grabbed it and he's like, he's p- pissed off at it. And he just like whips it downstairs. And he's just and he flailing just it around. It, and then they just like slam it on the table. Like it's just sitting on the table in the sitting room. Which is we've established the sitting room is no place for spook. There's only one spook room that is that that, that right there was wear this shit out so hard. That was definitely so against much. spook etiquette. Let's be real here. There's so um, bad. There's definitely time for some brandy down in the sitting room. Oh my god, plenty of time. I mean, like, like so much. There's brandy. only time. Like after every major, like, oh guys, we walk ten feet. Let me get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> lots of uh, lots of brandy. All the brandies. All the brandy. Especially Baxter, who is a little heavy on the brandy. No, not Baxter. Watson, excuse me. A little heavy on the brandy. Maybe a little too much uh, brandy. But he he was the one that just was freaking out the whole night. You know, the owner of the house, who he owns the house, but he still knows there's ghosts in it. He's like terrified of it. Just sell the damn house, dude. Just get rid of it. What was it? Uh, Mr. Pritchard? The the guy who's the whole movie's going on about all the ghosts? Yeah, Watson Pritchard. I I love that guy, dude. He's like sitting in the sitting room with his gun. It's like, don't come over here, man. There's there's too much spook in this house. I won't be having no spook in the sitting room. It's his house, dude. Sell the house, bro. If you can't handle it, just sell the damn house. And your 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 freaking housekeepers aren't helping either. They're adding to the spook. Oh my god, those housekeepers. Get rid of the triple spook housekeepers, man. Yeah, seriously, get rid of your thriller music video freaking housekeepers. Find some newer ones, man. Oh my god, dude. I so, thought it was funny with him in the beginning of the movie where he has his monologue talking about the house and the number of spooks. Um spook Pete, number of the number of spook. Yes, thank you, Dean. Um You're welcome. Fucking shit. He's looking at the camera and he's supposed to be like conveying you know, despair or concern, but really he just looks confused. And I just was yeah. laughing. I was just laughing when I was watching his face during that. Cause it just, he just looked confused. Like it was like he was reading a monologue to a camera, but he had never seen a camera before. 
And he had never seen the dialogue. Yeah. I was like, why am I You're saying right. this? He was all like, he didn't even he didn't know he was making a movie at all. He's just like, why the fuck am I reading this? Love it. Loved it. And then everyone oh, and everyone came in hearses. Yeah. Because, because his wife, she's amusing. Thought it would be hilarious. Thought it would be hilarious. And then she hated the whole evening. Like I kinda kinda understand where he was coming from that evening. Now, they're both terrible people, but she was, you know, she she he had to force her down and she was originally wearing a get up that he didn't seem appropriate, which is totally nineteen fifties kind of bullshit father <laughs> or husband shit to say, right? Like I would never Well, my, she was she was wearing like a nightgown, man. Was it a nightgown? I'm so twenty twenty that I don't know what a nightgown in the nineteen fifties looked like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dude, she, on, she's man. wearing a nightgown. Man. I, it looks like something someone would wear now, kind of. It's hard to because it I probably don't... is. Yeah, it's been freaking just cause, fifty years, dude. Just cut, ha- Jordan. That... What? No, what sorry. Year do you sorry. think this? Sorry. Oh god. Oh, too much it's spook. Okay. Oh, I can't think. It's too... <laughs> too much spook to oh, think. God. Spook plus spook equals. Oh! Spook. <laughs> it's just more O's. The more spook there is, the more O's you add to the word. Oh. It's exponential, really. I can't stand you two. It's not double spook. It's quadruple spook. Yeah, we'll rate our horror movies by the number of O's in the word spook, and that's that, that's that, that's our rating system for the next three episodes. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a spook out of a uh, spook. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um. I can't. Even. I'm broken. Can't even. You're just dumb. Oh, having just <laughs> watched. So this is totally random. But having just watched Avatar, like a few months ago, when when um when Lance finds the freaking tunnel, like the, the like the secret tunnel, I'm like secret tunnel. <laughs> like I just started singing that. <laughs> <laughs> that like, doesn't have quite hell? enough spook for me, my friend. No, it, it's it is that is anti spook definitely. I I. I don't know what would be anti-spook um, right now. I, I can't think of the antithesis of spook. You know what's not the antithesis of spook? Skeletons coming up out of vats of acid. Yo! Yeah. Dude, I don't, spook. I don't get how that works, because wouldn't the, the acid eat away at what was holding up the marionette skeleton? Like, that's you're what damn, I would think. You're damn... Oh, actually... Or just the skeleton itself? I, I, th- I think you're damn right. To be honest, Sean, I think you're, you're absolutely freaking right. But I, I would give that statement a spook out of ten. There was a weird, there was a weird line in the movie early on when they were explaining the vat of acid and talking about what it would erode, and they're like, it erodes, it erodes, um, all hair, fl- yeah, like all yeah. hair, flesh, and blood, and leaves leaves nothing but bones. So sure, I guess that makes sense. How you could rig up some kind of wacky ass contraption like this. I mean, again, this man is playing 12D chess, man. Like 12D chess. He really is. Like he's got this like five brain plan out of the year 2097 that they were not ready for. They designed that that um <clears throat> that like newest 
um, super AI that like beat the world championship at Go, they designed that AI around this character because that's just the <laughs> level he was at. It's not an AI at all. It's just his brain implanted. It's into literally, a it's literally Frederick Lauren in the machine <laughs> hating his wife and playing Go. <laughs> that's all Ooh, he knows. That's extra spook. <laughs> Lot, lots of spook. Oh my god! <laughs> just a man's, a fictional man's brain is in a machine now. You guys deserve each other, I swear to God. Just yelling at <laughs> just just yelling at people for wearing nightgowns and just being spook. Just being spook. But I really I wanted to mention like how much I love that scene. First of all, it looks great. Like for a 1959 film, like that's <laughs> an incredible effect. And the fact that he's got this like absolutely ridiculous string marionette string thing going on. <laughs> he's just like somehow Loki strapped to himself. First of all, <laughs> how how did he go from murdering this guy in the pit of acid to then like stringing up this contraption? I'm, yeah. This contraption, but to what I can only assume is that man's skeleton. Either that, or it's a fake skeleton that he also put in the vat, the vat of acid. But then, where did the other guy's skeleton go? Because we know it doesn't eat away bones. Yes. So, in the time it took for them to get down there, he had murdered this guy and then rigged his skeleton up to this. Uh, this string system that he's put in the basement because he knew all of this was going to happen, hid himself, and then played out his little spook festival. His spook parade. <laughs> yeah. Spook uh, well, you know, we don't have to understand it because we're, we're only playing 3D chess. You know, that's all we have. <laughs> True. I need at least four more brains to get on his level. Yeah, I mean, at least. four more brains or at least three times as much skeleton. And yeah, I don't have yeah. either. Mm. Three yeah. times as much skeleton. Yeah, I mean, because the more bones, the smarter. We just know. Or at least three times as much spook. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and although I do have my house decorated with some with some pumpkins and some um, phantoms and jack-o'-lanterns and other spook things... Um, I still feel like an idiot. So I'm nowhere near that <laughs> level at all. Yeah. yeah. Not even I close. I, I thought I was decorating for Halloween, but then my wife told me that throwing candy corn all over the floor doesn't count as decorating. So I, I don't know. What Stupid. <laughs> just <laughs> apparently they get stuck to the bottom of your shoes and it just becomes more of a nuisance than a decoration. Who knew? You know, maybe maybe you don't want animals and young kids eating them. You know, uh, it's it's just honey. They'll be yeah. fine. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. So I, I feel like I deserve at least one spook for the attempt. No, no, you deserve zero spooks. I hate both of you spooks. You motherfucking spook bitch, bitch. Spooks. Fuck you. That, that, wow. That sounded kind of racist. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, it totally did. Out. A little dark there, but it's not buddy. racist because I'm saying it. So spook you. And spook you, Dean. <laughs> it's 2020, John. Come on. <laughs> we're just oh, my God, dude. We're just having some spook here. You know, we're not. Fucking shit. 
So making it sound spook. so casual. For some reason, like, the ugh. for some reason the second time after she um after uh, the wife uh, Annabelle was like shown hanging outside the window and that whole scene happened with uh, with Nora and everything and when Nora mm. ran out the room <clears throat> and she had her back against the wall. Remember when the hand came around? And was like trying to tell yeah. her to like get out or whatever. Yeah, I'm a. Was that the, the other caretaker? That was the caretaker, right? Yeah. The, okay. All the I wife thought of the. All I thought was Shrek hand, like I just like Shrek hand, just come around the side. Like you got Shrek hand telling you to leave, you know, leave his mud pit. You know, you're in danger. And then she immediately runs into the sitting room again or another room. And then the, of course, like the the second the camera showed the organ, I'm like. Here we go, Haunted Mansion. This is gonna happen right now, and sure as shit, <laughs> organ starts playing itself. I'm like, awesome. I'm in the fifties. This feels <laughs> right, and like that was like really when she snapped. You know, when she went full manic. Um, when the spook level was just too much. You know, some people can't take full that hysteria. Much spook. Yeah, so, some people just can't take that much spook. You know, it's a medical term. You know, she was over spooked. I, I, I think it's called hyper spooked. So, can, can we just take a second to consider how? the caretaker lives with a woman who I mean, is ostensibly alive, but rigor mortis is already set in like, yeah, I, I, I feel like their relationship is probably a little, a little spook. Hey, she gets around, you know, <sighs> she's pretty yeah, mobile. She sure does. She's, she's pretty mobile in the movie. Make it stop. Dude. She, she I would love it. If like, you see like the behind the scenes and she's just like on a skateboard the whole time. <laughs> Tony Hawk before Tony Hawk. <laughs> Doing sick kick, kick flips, bro. Mm-hmm. She's actually originated like most of the original skateboard tricks. <laughs> um, now I'm thinking about it though, Jordan, like when, which hand are you talking about? Are you talking about the time when like the the hand comes down the wall and grabs her and like it's the caretaker trying telling her to get out? Yeah, that or one. the one that's like the bear that like reaches around the side of the door. I think it's um it's the one that like goes over her like chest and like mouth. It's like a huge freaking hand. Her mouthy chest. I'm trying to <laughs> Yes, because because it happens twice. The first time is definitely the caretaker. The second time, though, it looks like a wild animal or something yeah, like, like a Bigfoot crazy... broke into the spook house. Yeah, no, I think it was the second time that I'm commenting on because it looks so crazy that I just thought Shrek for some reason. I was like, oh, yeah, here comes Shrek I, in, you know, I think that's another one of the things that they didn't explain. Maybe it was, um, I don't know. Um, a prop or something. I don't know. I think the yeah. female caretaker is a prop. Like there's like, that's not a real person. That's definitely oh my goodness. I forgot person. the quality of this, of the severed heads. You want to talk about those special effects? <laughs> oh, actually. Yeah, dude. I, I thought the same thing when I was watching that movie. Like it's clearly um, paper mache. Like it's, it it is but like in the context of 1959 it's actually pretty convincing really 
You don't think so? Uh, not on a 75-inch 4K TV, no. Um, but maybe... Look at my big-ass TV. Maybe. I'm so rich. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Maybe... Stop. He's not even saying it like that. Maybe... Um, Maybe back then watching it either in a, a you know in a theater with a smaller screen or something I don't know maybe it would look a little more convincing, but especially with the second head when they were whipping it around everywhere and plopping it on the the table like it was clearly visible that one took me out of it a little bit. I mean the whole movie took me out of it. Let's be honest, but like that part specifically was 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 pretty out there. I don't know, man. Like I don't think that you they sit on the severed head for long enough for it to. Well, I mean, like, maybe they do because you noticed, but I didn't like it didn't for marinate me, well. No, like I felt like they show it to you for a second. I was like, oh, that's severed head. And then they just kind of move on. <laughs> so does the character because she forgets about it immediately. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> She's just oh, OK. All right, cool. Next. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, that was a severed. Hey, look at the kitty. <laughs> Dude, Nora cracks me up, man. The way that she she's freaking out the whole time, except when she's not. Super right, like like um, the conversations with her and Lance, like she's listening. He's got a plan, and they're just like she's super cool when they're talking. Outside of that, she is a screaming mess. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It is dude. so great. <laughs> she's just like a hot mess. 50% of the time, the other 50% of the time, she's the most level-headed character in the movie. <laughs> did you see the did you see the second twist coming? Like think back to either when you first saw it or John when you just saw it now. Like the the first twist is okay, well the the, the wife and the doctor are in cahoots to kill to kill the husband. And then oh my goodness, the husband fakes his death. Well, at the time you think it's a real death because she shoots him. Did you think that or that that's that's a twist? Like, did you expect another uh, layer on top of that? When I can't speak for John, but like when he rolls him over to the vat of acid and then it cuts, I was like, nah, he he just got God, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Me and my wife both looked at each other. It's like, nah, dude, Like you just got God. (laughs) You don't make that kind of a cut without a without a gap. Yeah, somebody take like, that's a gotcha L. cut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone took cut. an L. That's a big old spook cut. Yo, spook cuts. Movie was full of fucking them. shit. Goddamn. <laughs> the, the best spook cut. I know we talked about it, but God, I love it. Is the first time you see the woman caretaker introduced, man. That just pan <laughs> over to her head and she just <laughs> would, you know. <laughs> I no, love that. Just sneaks the, out dude, the of the best... dark and then goes back into it. Yeah, that was the best introduction for a character of all time. Just this, like, rigor mortis, ostensibly alive woman just kind of rolls up on you. And then just rolls away. <laughs> Literally, like, on a, like, on a skateboard, Bye. just rolls away. Like, someone just pulling, yeah. like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on. Maybe she like, never leaves. I was like, is it is it supposed to do something? What is it about to do? And then just just goes back in the darkness. I was like, all right, oh, there it goes. All right then, it's, like, it's gone. It's gone. She's like a human zoo bat. She's always in the darkness. Always there. 
it was, she was like a like a scared cat or something. <laughs> like she's just, oh, I'm just gonna walk into back away slowly. <laughs> like, but then oh, again, I heard she, a noise. Mm. But then again, she's blind, deaf, and dumb. So who knows, man? Yeah, like I don't even know. Like what? How does she get around the house? She doesn't have a stick or anything. She just runs around until she hits something and then turns a corner. <laughs> she uses echolocation, man, like a dolphin. That's the <laughs> thing. She can't hear when the echo comes back. She can feel it. Fucking shit. She's learned. No. It's like Daredevil. She's learned to no, adapt. She, can't. You know? <laughs> she no. got hit by acid when she was a young spook. Yo, yeah. the same acid that's there. She oh, survived no. it. <laughs> We found That's the real where the cannon. acid came from. She Stop keeps the acid in the, the basement dots. because it's the source of her power. Bro, it's like her Stop Lazarus connecting pit. the dots. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this is the secret origin of Daredevil. This was his great-great-grandmother. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that Marvel originally intended for House on Haunted Hill to be a freaking <laughs> prequel to Daredevil. You guys deserve each other, I swear to God. Six degrees to House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> oh my God, dude. You both disgust me. Disgust me. <laughs> oh, not as much as that skeleton disgusted. What's her face? What I was going to say Nora, but it's not Nora. Miss Annabelle. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just... I mean, the most un- unconvincing spook attack I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, she just... <laughs> that skeleton just kind of casually walks up and like, goodbye. It's like he's having... It's, it's like the skeleton's trying to have a conversation. He's like, hey, hey come come here. I have something to tell you. I yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> hey, Psych! Screaming. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you're hanging out at the pool and like that one person who doesn't want to go in, they're fully closed, clothed, and you just like walk over and you're like, Shove! <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then for him to come out with the contraption and everything, it was so perfect. Dude, that's that skeleton makes the entire movie for me. I'm sorry. Like that's it was one of the things that stuck out to me so much um, when I was younger and I watched this movie. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like we were all yelling at the screen when we were watching it. We we're like, what are you doing? Run! <laughs> like. It was so great. Why are you standing there? <laughs> Don't go upstairs. Wait, no, she's in the basement. Go upstairs. Spooky basement. Spooky and then, basement. And then I think at the um, at the end of the movie, I forgot who said it, but, but uh, oh no, it, it was uh, it was Watson again. He's like, oh, we've added two more ghost to the house and he was talking about how like you know they'll always come for you or whatever like, and they'll come for you too like that's how it kind of ended a little bit I, I i can't remember the exact line but it was classic 1950s horror movie like it, it was so tropey at that point and i i think it was done intentionally of course just to be yeah. like that like oh they're gonna come for you too he's hitchhiking ghosts <laughs> oh and just oh, don't take one home with you oh my god did you see in the credits the skeleton is credited and it says skeleton colon himself <laughs> no yeah. i didn't watch the credits yeah that's amazing he's freaking accredited the skeleton it just says himself oh here it is here i found i found a picture of it 
<laughs> it's a skeleton by himself. Yeah, here. At the very bottom. <laughs> so awesome. So freaking awesome. Oh, that gets that gets 12 spooks out of 10 spooks. Oh, Loved it. I had Jesus. such a great time watching this movie. It's such a such a fun. It, it's a quick movie. It's like an hour 15 ish, you know. It's such yeah. a fun, you know, spook-filled movie. It's it was a blast. I I really do I enjoy this so much. John, it's, you liked it, right? It's the I first. Mean, I like the movie. It's just the fact that you're like destroying the word spook on purpose. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, man? Like, is there any better way to describe the spook in this movie? I want to slap the shit out of both. I mean, this is the the first movie in the stardom that is Skeleton, the King of Spook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've established Spook is a returning character in our conversation, and this will be here for the next two episodes as well. So, <laughs> this is we we've made sure to establish a meme early. That way, we can abuse it, and by the end of the month, you'll want to kill us if you don't already. Dude, I think it wants to I'm kill already us already. There. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> One hundred percent already there. Oh my god, gentlemen! Is there anything else you wanted to bring up for this movie before we wrap up this week? Um, I respect Vincent Price uh, so much after watching this that I, I've actually started looking at other movies that I would want to watch that have Vincent Price in. Like he's, oh yeah, an amazing actor and like way ahead of his time in my opinion. He 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 stood out throughout his entire career stood out and he was a freaking he was he, he was a giant among men for sure i really yeah. haven't seen a vincent price movie now i haven't gone looking far but i haven't seen a vincent price movie that i really haven't enjoyed yeah so because he mm. kind of just makes those movies and true they they casted and they wrote the movie around his character knowing he was going to be in it and they're usually a lot of fun to watch so I would recommend watching this movie. Anyone who's listening to this who hasn't seen the movie, it's not that long. It's a fun spook filled romp and it's Fucking just, shit. it's a great, a great classic. You guys deserve each other. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, Jordan, how many spook out of 10 do you give this movie? All right. Bye guys. <sighs> Woo, no, John, John, I need, I need you to hear my spook rating. Please don't go. Please, please stay. John. <laughs> I need you it's my so rating. painful. I need you. To hear it. <laughs> oh I need God. you. I need you to to bear witness and notarize my spook rating for this movie. Ugh. I give this how many spooks? Like out of five spooks, I think. Right. So we said yeah, out it of five. Can be spook. as many spook as you want. Thank you for thank you. I'm the more spook the better. So I'm saying that this yeah, is so much. This is forty six. Out of twenty-four spook, and it's. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, definitely a high. Jesus Christ! Definitely a high rating. Um, it's you a great just movie. Jump to Dragon Ball Boo Saga oh, we're power scale. I was gonna say, yeah, where it doesn't make any sense. We're, we're in the Boo Saga, and I'm not Gohan. That, that's what I just did. <laughs> but, I I, th- I think for me personally, I would have to give this movie a. I think this movie gets a spook out of spook. Oh, wow. Nice. I think what I heard about you, John. I think I heard about kill, 20, kill 
25 0 than that? That's good. Mm, good rating. In, in the show. In, in Come the, on, John. What's your spook rating? Come on. Come spook, on. Rating, we need spook, no. spook, spook, no. spook, 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 <laughs> spook. This is Spooktober. Oh, my God. It gets uh, four out of five spooks. Are you happy now? I mean, you, you made it plural mm. when it doesn't need to be, but we'll accept your spook rating. Satisfied, not, but not necessarily happy. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, I agree with this assessment. I'll, I need you to step up your spook game for yeah. Spooktober week two. Son of a bitch. Son of a spook. <laughs> so, next week. You're next assholes. week. Next week is not only the continuation of Spooktober, but our first double feature. It's going to be a good one as we hit The Shining and Dr. Sleep. Or Dr. Spook. <gasps> Fucking shit. As always, before we go, if you enjoyed this and you're on YouTube, be sure to drop us a like and subscribe as we drop a new episode every week. If you're enjoying us on your favorite podcast service, drop us a review. It really helps us out. Don't forget to come and chat with us in the Discord. And as always, have fun out there, guys. <laughs>